singer by the name of Oksana Hreb. That is from a live performance recorded back in 2011. The song was called Viter, or Wind. Vitaju vas vsih šanovni radio suhači na radio peredaču naš holos radio krinskoho korinja. Pre mikrofoni Pavlina djakuju štorišle prebute se mnoju na stupnu hodenu. Vem ima duže cikavi novene na sjodnišnji programi. Hello there and welcome to Nash Hollis Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm your host Pavlina. Thank you so much for joining me. We've got a great program lined up for you. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage will take a look at the symbolism surrounding Babinyar. As well, we have news from Ukraine, courtesy Ukraine Today, and a book review of a book that was shortlisted for the 2016 Kobzer Literary Award. It is a fascinating look at the Ukrainian sud the Ukrainian community, rather, of Sudbury, Ontario. So stay stay tuned for that. We've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is a group from Winnipeg. They are uh, pretty innovative, kind of hard to um, categorize them. They're sort of um, cross between folk, funk, rock. They are called Zrada. Here they are now with Daimony Horilku, Give Me Some Whiskey. <laughs> Give me some 
жити як не п'ю, не питайте, не судіть, з мене грішника зробіть. Раз, два, чи вже нема, моя доля вже зникла, ти п'ять горілка, ти у мене все взяла. with Sylvia Molnar. Tips for Ukrainian cooking. Hello. Heating up your life? Yes. And what's better than some cayenne pepper? Here are some other common names. African pepper, American pepper, bird pepper, capsicum, chili pepper, copper pepper, goat's pepper, Pod pepper, red pepper, Spanish pepper, Zanzibar pepper. I hope that's enough pepper. Later, I'll be giving you a very interesting Ukrainian recipe, so get your pens ready. 
Cayenne is a perennial plant in its native tropical America, but is annual when cultivated outside tropical zones. Here are some of its properties and uses. Usually as an appetizer or as a digestive. In powder or tablet form, capsicum is used as a general stimulant and to build up resistance of a cold. For centuries, it has been zest to soups and sauces, eggs and meats, and used sparingly, it seems to accent the natural flavors of most savory food. Here's a really interesting Ukrainian recipe for spiced whiskey. That's what I said, spiced whiskey, or peperivka. Spicing whiskey with peppers is a long-standing tradition in Ukraine. Some claim that spices mask the poor quality of the brew. I don't think so. Do you? It might or may also be that the peppers added a fierce bite to alcoholic drink, making it even more potent. This modern ab- adaptation of peperivka is an excellent flavoring for broths, pâtés, and gravies. A little goes a long way. It is 8 to 10 large, dry, hot cayenne peppers, 2 cups whiskey, or medium dry sherry. And this is what you'll need to do. Place the peppers in a clean, dry, one-quart crock, add whiskey or sherry, cork, and let steep for about a week. Peppers may be used for flavoring whiskey more than once, but I'd start again with new ones. I bet some of you listening are smiling now. So am I. Do you have any recipes similar to this one that you'd like to share? I hope so. When I was little, I remember my Uncle Steve putting black pepper into his vodka or gin. He was quite a character and lived to be 90. Try it. It's Ukrainian. This has been Ukrainian Food Flare from the Nasholos Audio Archives. Vesluchete radio predachu nash holos radio krinsko ho korinya na radio stansi chly store den sim fm umistinenaimo hovarit pavlina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on chly 101.7 fm in Nanaimo. I'm your host pavlina. CHLY has begun our fall 2016 fund drive, and I'd like to thank all those who've supported this station, and especially this program. CHLY is an independent, not-for-profit radio station run largely by volunteers, and we depend on the financial support of listeners and local businesses to keep the station and this show on the air. Please consider an ad campaign for your business or professional practice. The rates are very affordable. Also, you can become a member of Radio Malaspina Society for only $20 a year. If you're a member already, please renew your membership and consider becoming a sustaining member or donor with a monthly donation of $5, $10, $15, or $20. We also, of course, welcome one-time donations. You can pay online at www.chly.ca slash Donate. You can also pay at the station with cash, check, or credit card from Monday to Friday from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. We're located at number 2, 
34 Victoria Crescent at the bottom of the China Steps, or give us a call at 250-716-3410. Again, thank you for your support in the past, and we hope you'll continue to support CHLY and Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM. Again, we're located at number 234 Victoria Crescent at the bottom of the China Steps. If you'd like to pop in and make your donation or give us a call at 250-716-3410. As well, you can visit our website to make your donation there at www.chly.ca forward slash donate. Степом над долами Вітер грався ковилами Стрінувся йому старий покинутий вітряк І гукнув до нього вітер Вже либон не півстоліття Ти стоїш самотня тут Немов навік закляк І гукнув до нього вітер, вже либонне півстоліття. Ти стоїш самотньо тут, немов навік закляк. Пам'ятаєш твої крила, стільки хліба молотили. І були з тобою ми, як рідні її брати. Тепер летімо, брате, ходять ліючи стояти, коли маєш крила, то літати мусиш ти. Тож тепер летімо, брате, ходять ліючи стояти, коли маєш крила, то літати мусиш ти. На мулині ворон чорний Гаркнув вітру на все горло За що ти глузуєш з нього? В чим його вина? Не тривож дарма старого І лети собі з Богом Чашу він свого гіркого Вже допив до дна не чіпай старого І лети собі з Богом Чашу він свого гіркого Вже допив до дна Лиш вітряк стояв отерпло Тільки стало в чорнах терпко А скажений вітер Від свого не відступав так злетіти захотілось, аж у грудях заскрипіло, і змахнувши крилами, на трави він упав. Так злетіти захотілось, аж у грудях заскрипіло, і змахнувши крилами, на трави він упав.
recommended group from Ukraine called Teen Sonsia, which translates as Shadow of the Sun, and that was a song called Vitrak, or Windmill. Coming up next, back to Canada, we have Kalabai from Edmonton, and you'll need your dancing boots for this. It is Rozvevaisya Zelene Bairache, a Kozak song. Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. 
I'm Peter Baker. Today we look at symbols and mythologies. When competing narratives and history clash, the battle over symbols becomes heated and emotional. Vitaly Nakhbanovich is a Ukrainian historian who has written extensively on the formation and manipulation of national memory. He has been particularly incisive in analyzing the politics of memory. Nachmanovich contributed an important essay to the book Babin Yar, History and Memory, which was recently published to commemorate the 75th anniversary of the tragedy. His essay, entitled Babin Yar, A Place of Memory in Search of a Future, details the complex and sometimes cynical debates over the symbols of commemoration in what he calls a contested landscape of memory. Nachmanovich points out that Babin Yar provokes a confrontation. During the Soviet era, this was a confrontation between the public's need to honor the memory of Jewish victims of the Nazis and the actions of the Soviet government trying to impose an artificial memory of events. The Soviet authorities also physically destroyed the scene of the crimes at Babin Yar. Nachmanovich reminds us Babin Yar was flooded with a deluge of pulp from nearby brick plants in the 1950s. This resulted in a notorious mudslide in 1961 when the pulp smashed through a flimsy dam in destroyed Kiev city neighborhoods, killing many people. In subsequent decades, new streets were laid across the filled-in ravine at Babin Yar. Nearby cemeteries, Jewish, Orthodox Christian, Karaite, and Muslim were closed, destroyed, and built over to a large degree. In 1976, the Soviets put up what Nachmanovich calls a pretentious and tasteless monument at Babin Yar. The monument was dedicated, quote, to the Soviet citizens and captive soldiers and officers of the Soviet army who were shot by the German fascists in Babin Yar, unquote. Four out of seven small ravines that remained at the very summit of Babin Yar were destroyed. After Ukrainian independence in 1991, the monuments and their symbolic meanings became more inclusive. There were joint commemorations of Jewish victims by the Jewish and ethnic Ukrainian communities, as well as by state leaders. The menorah monument was dedicated to the memory of the Jewish victims. A commemorative marker in honor of the prisoners of the Suretz concentration camp was also placed. Since then, there have been additional monuments and markers dedicated to other victims, such as Ukrainian nationalists, Orthodox church priests, children, and the Roma. Debates continue over proposed new monuments. Nachmanovich reminds us that we must turn to various mythologies to make sense of the continuing battles over memorials at Babin Yar. One mythology places what is called the Great Patriotic War as an event that was and remains the justification of the entire history of the Soviet period. This Soviet mythology does not accept the exceptional nature of Jewish victims, as the Slavic people suffered the greatest losses. Another mythology focuses on the heroic and sacrificial nature of those who fought in the long and bitter struggle for Ukrainian statehood. However, the Jewish community and the world beyond Ukraine view Babin Yar as exclusively a symbol of the Holocaust. 
But for Ukraine, it is a symbol of many tragedies that took place during the Nazi occupation. For the city of Kiev, it is also a symbol of its long history before and after World War II. This history includes the burial of victims of the famine of the 1930s and Soviet terror in the cemeteries adjacent to the ravine, the sacrilegious destruction of a historic necropolis, as well as the mudslide. Nakhbanovich notes that the absence in today's Ukraine of a shared memory of World War II and the Holocaust complicates the search for consensus on the very meaning and symbolism of Babanyar. Nonetheless, he reminds us the reconciliation of Ukrainian and Jewish national memory depends primarily on the wisdom and vision of Ukrainians and Jews in developing a common future within Ukraine as a country. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baker. Until next time, Shalom. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com. Manitoba that was Paris to Kiev from their CD Variances and Dance One. Visuchete Radio Predachu Nash Holos Radio Krinskoho Korinya na Radio Stan CCHLY Aden Nul Aden Sim FM Umisti Nanaimo. Hovarit Pavlina. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host Pavlina. And just a reminder once more that the chilly fall 2016 fun drive is on and we're reaching out to listeners of the show to support the station and programming in these two hours. 
The number to call is 250-716-3410. To make a donation, take out or renew your membership in Radio Malaspina Society, or to book an ad campaign for your business or professional services. Again, the number to call is 250-716-3410. Or drop into the station. We are located at the bottom of the China Steps. That's number 234 Victoria Crescent. Or you can visit us online at chly.ca forward slash donate. Thank you for supporting independent radio and unique programming like Nasholis Ukrainian Roots Radio. Now the latest news stories from Ukraine, courtesy Ukraine's first international English news channel, Ukraine Today. 30 cases of ceasefire violation have been recorded in Donbass conflict zone overnight. According to Ukraine's ATO headquarters, Russian-backed militants opened their fire mainly in the Mariupol sector. Ukrainian army positions were shelled with mortars in Vodyane, Krasnohorivka, Gnutove, Taremchuk and Marinka. Large-caliber machine guns and grenade launchers were also active in those towns as well as in the Avdiivka industrial zone. Separatists used artillery to shell the town of Bohuslavske in Luhansk region. One Ukrainian soldier has been reported injured for the past day in the ATO zone. One Ukrainian soldier was killed and three more wounded at the Eastern Front on October the 26th. This is according to the Defense Minister spokesman on ATO issues, Alexander Motsinik. Russian-backed forces attacked Ukrainian positions more than 70 times. Half of the shellings were in the Maripol sector. Meanwhile, a new so-called humanitarian convoy from Russia arrived in Donetsk and Lugansk. Usually after receiving this help, separatist forces strengthen and thicken their fire. 36 attacks along the whole front line have been noted in the Donbass conflict zone overnight. No casualties have been reported by Ukraine's ATO headquarters. The most intensive militant fire was traditionally directed in the Mariupol direction, 17 cases of a ceasefire break. Russian-backed separatists used grenade launchers and small arms in the area of Hranitne, Lebedinske, Hnutove and Novotroitske, mortars in the area of Shirokine and Krasnohorivka. Another 10 attacks took place near Donetsk and 9 in the Luhansk region. Banned weapons have also been applied in those sectors. Ukrainian officials say the militants have been increasing their attacks to put more pressure on Kyiv ahead of the next meeting in Minsk, scheduled to take place on November the 9th. 495 Ukrainian women and 68 children have been killed since Russia invaded eastern Ukraine. First deputy chairperson of Ukraine's parliament and Ukrainian envoy for the humanitarian issues at the Minsk peace talks, Irina Garashenko, announced at a UN Security Council meeting on October the 25th. Ukraine's MP emphasized that the problem of women's and children's rights violations on the temporarily occupied territories is especially complicated. Every fourth person who has been in captivity of the pro-Russian militants became a victim or a witness of a gender-based violence. Sexual violence is used as part of their tortures to spread panic and fear. According to the Security Service of Ukraine data, 238 women have been taken into captivity in the separate 
areas of Donetsk and Lugansk regions over the past two years. By now, 233 women have been found and released due to the efforts of the Ukrainian authorized agencies. Five more women are still in captivity. Gerashenko once again appealed to the United Nations to include the issues of sexual violence in the eastern Ukraine's conflict zone and in the organization's mandate. We know about the facts of human trafficking in the temporary occupied territories, about sexual assaults and exploitation, about forcing children to take part in military actions. All of this is unacceptable in the modern world. A leader of Kharkiv separatists, who had been released on bail for $8,000, was arrested at the Ukrainian border while trying to escape to Russia. For more than two years, Yegor Logvinov has been on trial concerning his participation in the seizure of the Kharkiv region administration in April 2014 and the preparation of a referendum on Ukraine's federalization. He wanted to flee to Russia the next day after he was bailed. Now, the Kharkiv regional prosecutor has delivered the convict with new charges, trying to change the constitutional orders and seize the power. Today, a court will decide on the pre-trial measures and the case of illegally crossing the border. He has been transported to a court and it will decide. Primarily, he can be arrested for three years for violating the court ruling about his bail. The United States is deeply concerned about recent escalation of fighting in eastern Ukraine. The U.S. mission to OSCE said in a statement issued on October the 27th. The mission underscores that while artillery used doubled, Ukrainian forces report coming under heavy fire from grad rockets and ceasefire violations have increased ninefold since fighting surged around Mariupol. The combined Russian separatist forces continue to deny access to the OSCE monitors. In over 19 separate incidents during the past week, the SMM confirmed that combined Russian separatist forces restricted monitors' movements in and around Mariupol. As a result, monitors were blocked from accessing a potential hub for Russian resupply of troops and equipment 50 kilometers northeast of Mariupol. Despite combined separatist forces' restrictions, the SMM continues to document evidence that Russia is sending troops and equipment into Ukraine. Ukrainian patriots burned the flag of Russian-backed separatists in the centre of Donetsk and have risen the flag of Ukraine on one of the local slag heaps. The video appeared on the internet on October the 25th. Patriots who raised the flag said they are members of the Donetsk resistance. According to their statement, they acted on behalf of other patriots of Ukraine who live in militant-held Donetsk. As proof of this video is filmed in Donetsk, the activists captured on camera a few recognisable views of the city from the slag heap. Earlier, they published a video burning the flag of DPR near the Donbass Arena Stadium in the centre of militant-occupied Donetsk. Activists said the war started because local population believed the Kremlin propaganda and called Russian militants like Gherkin, Motorola, to their land. Also, the activists called militant states in Donbass not a people's, but a gangster's republic. 
Nadia Savchenko returned to Moscow to attend Russia's Supreme Court hearing on an appeal against the sentencing of Ukrainian Stanislav Klik and Mykola Karpuk, who were slapped with a sentence of up to 22 years in prison for fighting in the 1990s Chechia war. This is the first visit of Savchenko to Moscow after her two-year imprisonment. She explained this trip was a necessity to support the Ukrainians in the courtroom and show her solidarity. The European Parliament might include a visa cancellation issue in its agenda after November the 7th, according to the Deputy Foreign Minister Olena Zerkal. Currently, the main problem taken into account by European officials is the possibility to suspend free travels in emergency cases. The procedure of how such a visa-free regime can be stopped will be considered next week. Earlier, President Poroshenko declared that Ukraine must get free visa travel to Europe on November 24th at Ukraine-EU summit. However, the European Parliament's agenda has no provision about even considering the visa question. On October the 28th, Ukraine commemorates liberation from the Nazis. 72 years ago, after 40 months of struggle, Hitler's occupants were thrown out of Ukrainian lands. President of Ukraine Petro Poroshenko, together with other officials and veterans of the Second World War, laid wreaths and flowers to the Glory Monument in Kiev. The Ukrainians killed during the war were honoured with a moment of silence. During the five years, from 1941 to 1945, almost nine million Ukrainians died. Russia has finally passed on to Netherlands the data concerning downing of the Malaysian Airlines Boeing MH17. It was shot down over the occupied eastern Ukrainian territory on July the 17th, 2014. More than two years later, Russian authorities sent the radar data to Dutch Embassy in Moscow. Now European investigators must check the authenticity of the data. The MH17 flight was heading from Amsterdam to Kuala Lumpur when it was downed above occupied Donbass territory by a Buk missile. All 298 people on board died. In September, the International Commission presented their report on Russia's complicity to the catastrophe, proving that the plane was hit with a missile fired from a Russian Buk complex. A docudrama about Crimean Tatars leader Mustafa Jermilev was released and premiered at the Molodist Film Festival. The movie shows main events in Djemilev's life, his deportation, first imprisonment and the longest hunger strike in the world of 303 days. The filming lasted a year and a half in five countries. Authors conducted 26 interviews with dissidents and human rights activists. Documentary video was combined with drama, where an actor played the scenes from Djermilev's life. After the official presentation, the film will be released to the public. Silver coins dated as far back as the 16th century. Cossack pipes and secret underground corridors were found in Zhitoma. The treasures were unveiled during reparation works in a historical part of the town. The digging has taken place for several days already, and every day brings new discoveries. Archaeologists say the underpass they found was probably built some five to six hundred years ago. It is at least 300 metres long and leads to St. Sophia Church. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's Ukraine News Roundup for this edition of Nasholas Ukrainian Roots Radio. To hear more news from Ukraine today, check all of this week's editions of Nasholos at www.nasholos.com.
And for their full roster of breaking stories, as well as interviews, press reviews, and in-depth analysis on Ukraine, follow Ukraine Today on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and their live blog, uatoday.tv. Vysluchajte radiopredaču náš holos radiokrínskoho Korinia na radiostanci CHLY 101.7 FM u místi Nenaimo. Hovorit Pavlina. You're listening to náš holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nenaimo. I'm your host Pavlina. And once again, a reminder that this is the 2016 Fall Fun Drive here at CHLY 101.7 FM. And we're asking listeners to support the show as well as the station with a donation, membership, or an ad campaign. Just give us a call here at the station, 250-716-3410, or visit us online at chly.ca forward slash donate. As well, you can drop in to see us. We are located at number 235. For Victoria Crescent, that's at the bottom of the China Steps in downtown Nanaimo. We're open from Monday to Friday, 9 to 4. So please pop in or give us a call, 250-716-3410, or visit us online at chly.ca forward slash donate. Thank you for supporting Independent Radio and this program.
from Saskatchewan. That was Tuti Tam, and from their first CD, self-titled, Davai the Rai. And that is a bilingual title. Basically, this means the same thing as a song we had earlier in in the show. Davai the Rai, give me some whiskey, as in rye whiskey. And up next is Chetam Shinna from Montreal with a bit of a warning um, about what will happen if you divide too much rye. Oi boletak holovonka, om how my headaches. in Central Vancouver Island's Ukrainian community. Father Chad Pavlishin and the parishioners of St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church in Parksville invite you to join them for services Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., followed by fellowship in the hall. As well, every Sunday from noon to 1 p.m., you can stock up on homemade pierogies, pies, or both. St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church is located in Parksville at 594 Carlsway. For more information, visit them online at vanisleparochial.ca. Father Theo Machinsky and the parishioners of St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church invite you to Divine Liturgy every Saturday at 11 a.m. and Sunday at 6 p.m., followed by Fellowship in the Hall. Their hall and kitchen facilities are also available for rent. St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church is located at 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo, just off Norwell Drive. The Visna Ukrainian Dancers rehearse every Tuesday evening from September to June at St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Parish Hall, 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo. For more information, email visnadancers at gmail.com or visit their Facebook page to find out about their local live performances. On Saturdays at 6 p.m., tune in to the Vancouver edition of Nash Holos on AM1320 or streaming online at am1320.com. 
As well, the international edition of Nosh Hollis airs on AM, FM, and shortwave radio in over 20 countries on the PCJ radio network. And here in Nanaimo, Nosh Hollis Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasts live every Wednesday to the north and central Vancouver Island, Gulf Islands, Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and greater Vancouver listening areas. So at 11 a.m. every Wednesday, please join me, Pavina, for two hours of fun and the best in Ukrainian news, folklore, and music. Here on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nash Holos and me on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website, www.nashholos.com. Manitoba, that was the By Request Band and the Drift Away Waltz. Coming up next, also from that neck of the woods, but many years ago, this is Mickey and Bunny now with a song called Kalabai. Don't want me to lie, I'm cool as the color. 
Денно полазваме Павлина на радио вислухите програму Нашолос радио Кринського Кориня. Залишайте се з нами наступну годину. Дали передію мікрофоні Оксані. Запрошую послухати трохи про історію і традиції розповісти Оксана. Але перед тим я хочу залишити вас такими словами мудрості. Слабей сильного не побідить. And our proverb of the week translates as the weak cannot conquer the strong. And that brings us to the end of the first hour of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour. Meanwhile, please join me here again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. And until then, do stay in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter. Like our Facebook page and check out the Nasholos website where you can get the podcast, a link to our blog and other information about the show. And that's www.nasholos.com. So stay tuned next for the Nasholos Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by World Beat Canada with Vancouver's Cal Code, and at 2 p.m. Jukebox Oldies with our own Bobby B. Cool. I'm Pavlina. Thanks so much for listening. Dozu srichi.
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.